Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're finishing up our rankings episode this week of wide receivers. We're going wide receivers 21 through about 40-ish today. Maybe we'll throw some other names out there that I think maybe we've gone to 45. So we'll go over all that in just a second. Before we that make before we do that, go make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. Follow us there. Follow us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash fantasy football profit. We have posts there, you know, every couple of days, different rankings, different sleepers, deep sleepers, rookie sleepers. I have all kinds of random stuff going out on there. Check that out and make sure you definitely go subscribe to us on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash fantasy football profit. So we're going to jump right in to the next ranks here, Jeff. 21, starting at 21 wide receivers. So 21 was Robert Woods. Robert Woods is one that um, people had some things to say about as well. So I ranked him 15th. You ranked him 24th because you are a Robert Woods hater. Is that correct? Would you, can? would you, is that a term you would, um, be okay with labeling I would yourself have with. To, I would have to embrace that one because I'm going to be way lower than most people on Robert Woods. You have been, I would say. Yeah, I definitely have been. And so um, let's see here. I had There was a couple Robert Woods comments. Not nothing too crazy. Um, one just said Robert Woods was too low. So, you know, okay, yeah. Nothing nothing too nuts. Um, well, this one actually said somebody was – Thought that was crazy that Robert Woods was ahead of Keenan Allen in the ranks, which we'll get to. We'll get to that name in a minute as well. Nothing, nothing too much there. So, why why do you hate Robert Woods though? Why why do you hate him so much? I, I don't know. I I have no idea. I like Cooper Cup better on the team. Um, I don't, there there's a lot of good reasons you could lean into of why he's going to do better than he did last year. He finished twenty second. I'm kind of I'm putting him there. Like, but he's going to do what he did last year. He didn't get a lot of touchdowns. He could amp that up, but he got good yardage the last two years. I mean, he we went for 1,200 yards and 1,100 yards, six touchdowns, two touchdowns. He's never been a huge touchdown guy, but Brandon Cooks is no longer there. He should get, you know, I don't know if he can really increase it. He had 139 targets last year. Seems like quite a bit. So am I a little bit low on him? Yeah. Um, I guess I would grab him if, if I'm like really needing um, just a – a solid number, a solid number two that I don't have to worry about, but I don't see a lot of upside with him, but I do. I, I don't know why I always discount him in my head, but he's the other one that if you watch wide receiver, number one, there's other guys that I just like more than him. And that's what it comes down to really. So, okay. I mean, I don't know. I've put, I've, I've moved him up against, I had a Cooper cup for some reason. I've come around a little bit. I get that. So you're buying, and, and this it's not, has been, it has been a good argument of like, okay, they went with, um, more of a tight end, two tight end sets. They got it to Higby a lot more. Because of that, Robert Woods was freed up on the outside. He did pretty well. He went for 1,100 yards when their offense was struggling. That That is going to continue without Gurley and without Brandon Cooks. I can kind of buy into that. But I also, like watching the past couple years, I think Robert Woods is a good wide receiver. But I, I've always liked um, Cooper Cup better. And I, yeah. I think that he, he used to be the touchdown maker. Will that change because of, you know, McVay's kind of changing offense to make sure that, you know, whatever they do is actually working now, that they don't have Gurley with with Higby and, and possibly Everett? It very well could be. 
but I do think that's a lot of uh, yeah assuming. So, okay, that's Woods. Let's go to number 22, AJ Green. So this is one that you are high on. You had him 16th, I had him 27th. And I could I could see my rank going actually higher on AJ. So we have, like, this is the offseason of very little talk, right? We don't hear anything. But we actually did get some some good news about AJ Green, like a nice little good news. It, take anything you say right now. It's just come off coming from the team. It said AJ Green looks like his old self. His uh, teammates were raving about his explosiveness and all that good stuff, which is awesome to hear. You love hearing it. I mean, no one's going to talk bad about the guy. From they're not going to say, right. but it's nice to hear something good. Well, they where, didn't have to say anything no. at all either, right? And you know what? This could be a spot where we're getting—he's really low in the ranks, and we could um, maybe we're going to you know get a really good player here yet for a very low price. Yeah, I, and that's why I maybe I have a little bit of an aggressive view on him. Um, I'm grabbing him in a lot of different places, but you can get him so late that I feel like there's no risk. And there's when, little. And I, I personally like the fact that he sat out all last year because he was starting to get a little hobbled. Like every other year, every year, he would you'd find something. And it was usually, I believe it was like a, with his foot and then his ankle and then he needed surgery all of a sudden. I'm glad they held him out the entire year. You can finally like rest up. And when he plays a full season, he's a top 10 guy. I mean, that when he's played a full season, and once again, this is 16 games, he was 4th, 5th, 8th, and 10th. And 10th was only 2017, so a couple of years ago. So I think the fact they held him out, and now you have hopefully Burrow and a couple other people around him. So he will be the number one. He'll draw the you know the toughest defense. But we've seen him handle this before. So if he yep. is his old self, I'm getting a huge discount on a guy that is going to be you know, my number one or a very good number two. So that is why I love him so much and I'm I'm willing to take the risk. And I have him I do have him higher than other people, but I'm I'm going a little more aggressive on him. Yeah, and I, I like um I like getting him. I think it's a good pretty good value for a guy who could still be a a top receiver like he once was. We don't know that's for sure gone. I don't think it's gone. I think he still has something left in him. So all right, twenty three. It was uh DJ Chark. We both actually had him twenty two, just the way the ranks fall, he drops twenty three. Um, we had only the comment about Chark was that he was too low. Somebody said, which, you know, I don't know if that's too low. I think I do have some hesitation because I'm just not sure what that offense is. And Minshew, while was exciting in a way last year, is he that good? Is he, how good is he? I don't know if he's, I just don't know. I don't know that offense yet. That, there's a lot of question marks, but I think he's a really good player. And because of that, I think this is a good rank for him. I don't think we're too low on him. I think we're pretty, uh, I think, I mean, I think we're pretty right on. I think yeah, it's about. A good I like spot his more. upside. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I I think it's a good spot. So 24 was Terry McLaurin. I had him 21. You had him 28. So you're a little lower than I am. I like the talent. I worry about the quarterback. Okay. And I worry about Thank the team. You. That's the thing. That is the hesitation. Then I will. I'll you know I'll take yeah. your point 100. percent Then That's, I I'd really like him as a player. Yeah. But Haskins. He has not shown me enough. He to didn't make him show really anything. No. And. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe I have to adjust just based on this team and this offense, which is, what is it? What is this offense? Which, I mean, this would be the time. I mean, I didn't say anything last episode. I haven't said anything yet, but <laughs> I was trying to avoid the Darius Geis thing. But he is no longer in the team. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, you know, he did something bad. He got kicked off. I mean, it was a good thing by Washington to actually stick to their guns and say, hey, we're going to have high-quality people here. It does... Suck. We might never find out if he was as good as you thought he was. 
He was that good. <laughs> well, I can't argue with you now. He was. He was that good, but he's a he's a uh, bad person. So he's done, it's, uh, there's a reason why he fell in the draft now. I think we know why. I think there was some uh, question marks out there. And, yeah, just a bad guy. It's too bad. It does, Um, not to get off topic with wide receivers, though, but it does open the door for other guys that we do like. Antonio Gibson, yes. which maybe, and speaking also, of receivers, he could be a receiver, too. He we could don't know. be a receiver as well. But also, my guy that— Bryce Love. No, it, it's coming back. No, 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 no. It's just going to be Adrian Peterson. It's going to be Adrian Peterson with three three hundred carries. That's <laughs> that's what's going to happen. So, but yeah, McLaurin. There is the hesitation because of the offense. What is that team going to be? So that's I see that. All right, let's get to twenty five. Keenan Allen. We both had him twenty five. We didn't. We didn't even. We didn't talk about this. We both had him twenty five, and yet everyone hates us. Everyone hates us for our Keenan Allen rank, and that was. It started off right away. The second I posted it, it's like Keenan Allen, 25 question mark. Quit playing with Keenan. This is awful. Keenan at 25. LOL. Put the pipe down. <laughs> um, let me see. What else do we got here? That's, oh, somebody said, LOL, AJ Brown over Keenan Allen. Well, yeah, actually I'm good with that. Robert Wood. Okay. Robert Woods over Keenan. Yeah. <laughs> said that like it's, um, Keenan Allen getting no respect. <laughs> the disrespect for Keenan Allen. LMAO. <laughs> this list was a joke. Oh man. Why is Keenan Allen fall why has Keenan Allen fallen so far? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So we and I have talked about this before. This was I, I love Keenan Allen. I really did. This one pained me to drop him so low, and I did this early on. But the truth is, as soon as Rivers left. And you look at what kind of production he had. Same reason I kind of worry about Edelman a little bit. But you're going to have a completely different type of offense. You have Tyrod Taylor coming. And if it's not him, it's going to be a rookie. And Mm Keenan Allen, the past three years, if you just look at targets alone, 159, 136, 149, catching 102 balls, 97, and 104. Mm -hmm. So he usually, the last two years, he got about 1,200 yards and six touchdowns. I mean, it was almost exact. And when you put up those numbers, which are, you know, pretty good, he was 14th and 11th. I cannot imagine a world where Tyrod Taylor is going to throw the ball nearly as much as Rivers did. And you're not going to be able to get him 150 targets. So right off the gate, I think I'm like, you know, downgrading him a bit. He's also not the deep guy, right? Yeah. He's only had six touchdowns the last three years. If that even fell back down to four or something, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I, the truth is he is uh, still a good wide receiver. He's 28. He's still in his prime. But you're going to turn into an offense that doesn't I don't know need you as much. I don't know how good. I don't think no. this team's going to be good. I don't think Tyrod's going to be good. And even if, if if Tyrod's not the guy, I mean, Justin Herbert, I mean, what is he? I don't know if he's that good. We have no idea. I don't think he'll be great year one. No. You also have Austin Eckler, who if Tyrod Taylor is throwing short, which he does throw, he's relatively accurate. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, but he doesn't throw as much as Rivers yeah. did. He runs more. You can use Eckler. He can soak up it. And then you have Mike Williams, who didn't live up to the hype quite yet, but he has mm-hmm. turned into a very good deep threat. So, yeah. And Hunter Henry, too, which is finally healthy. Mm-hmm. Last year, kind of showed it. So you're kind of getting squeezed with who will Tyrod you know, look to? Will he still get you know, a lot of catches? Yeah, but would this be the first year that he doesn't get anywhere near 100? That's my guess. People got to remember, we're not doing just straight up, like, we're not doing PPR ranks here. 104 catches, yeah, and PPR, maybe we're thinking a little more of them, but PPR sucks. 
Yeah, and also so, he, well, he's not going to get sorry. 104, and that's the reason why uh, it's not PPR. Like you could lose, Freaking. you could lose 30 points on in PPR alone. He mm-hmm. could drop all the way to 70 catches. Yep. That would not be that crazy. But either way, we're not ranking in PPR because PPR is not my preferred method of scoring. I'll say that. Don't need to go on another PPR rant. If oh god, PPR man, I'm in another league right now, and they're deciding what scoring system to use, and people are like PPR, PPR, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't win. I can't even. I just said, let's go half. I'll just let's meet in the middle. Yeah, I'm okay with half now. I guess like, I'm. I'm, I'm nah, I, I mean, I, I don't I go, like it. But I go with it. It's yeah. in our relegation leagues because it's just the it's just the middle ground. I'd much but prefer standard and auction. You absolutely should not get a full point for a zero yard catch. You should not get point one points for a negative nine yard catch. Negative nine yards. Let's see you. Negative nine yards, but it's a catch. So you get point one, point one. You get the same amount of points for a negative nine-yard catch as you would for a running back running the ball right up the gut on fourth and one for one yard and getting a first down. That means something. That negative nine-yard catch didn't do anything for you. It lost you nine yards. It hurt you. The one-yard run helped you. Think about that when you're thinking when you PPR people are saying, "Oh, PPR, you guys are playing the dinosaur scoring system of standard." Okay, I'm a dinosaur. I'm sorry. I'm old, old school. I played in touchdown only leagues back when I was like eight years old in the mid '90s. So that's that's the dinosaur scoring method. So oh, freaking PPR gets me every time, Jeff. It just it just happened. It just happened in a in a chat I was in and the scoring system. It just it just irked me. I didn't even say anything. I just said, eh, go with half. I'll vote for half. I'm not even okay with that. Because <laughs> in a negative four-yard catch, it gets you a point one points. What the heck is that? How is that even okay? Think about this. How is it okay? What's that do for you? What's that do for you? It's like in basketball, you give somebody, like you played fantasy basketball. Let's just, let's just give them a point for a shot. It doesn't have right. to go in. Just you take a shot. There you go. Point you get get a point for that shot. What? Stupid. It's just it's just stupid. Okay, I'm. It's just like it. it's just stupid. Quality rant. It's just it's not okay. No, I feel like we we end up doing that every year. Like we have this conversation, uh, but it falls on deaf ears most of the time. It's dinosaur. You guys, you guys are back in the nineties. I just don't understand. I don't. The thinking behind it is what blows my mind. If there is a reason, but. I think you put it very, very well. It's stupid. Very, very That's the reason. It's stupid. It should reference something to help your team do something, right? Yeah. I'm gonna It'd get be like, or you could, you know, start getting points for targets or something. Like, why? Yeah, let's get a, let's give quarterbacks five points per completion. Yeah. Or or why wouldn't you? Stupid. Yeah. Why wouldn't you give running backs why is for the, why each is time there, you why rush? Is that, yeah. Why is that quarterback not get a point for per, per completion? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just don't. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Where were we? Keenan Allen. Okay, we're yep. done with him. Devontae Parker, 26. We both had him 26. We he have was, no idea. <laughs> he was good He was good at the end of last year. You know, what, you know what happened with Parker, though? The hype fell off. It did. Remember early on, he was way too highly ranked, 10, 15. Now he's back. We have him 26, and actually, he's 25th in consensus, and he's 26th in ADP. We're right on target with it, with um, Devontae Parker. And he needs to show me something more than what he did at the end of last year. Yeah, that was great, but... That was one half of one season. So, and what? Now we got his contract. Is he still going to play the same? We'll see. 
I'm just, I need to see more. This is a complete classic show me more before I believe in you kind of situation for Devontae Parker. 27 was T.Y. Hilton. Item 29, you had him 23. You need to stay healthy. That's a big yeah, deal. I can actually understand your ranking pretty well. I, I worry about T.Y. because I worry about River's arm. I don't know what that is going to look you like. You don't think he can shot put it to him all day? No. <laughs> exactly. I don't think he can shot it put like. it down the field. It does. <laughs> it, it's a very strange throw. I, I worry about that and with the speed. Uh, the only thing I can think is the offensive line is so good that they'll get plenty of opportunities to do play action or he'll have more time than he did last year. But it, it does worry me. T.Y. is too good for me to drop too low, though. That's kind of what it comes could down be a to. Good, he could be a good value. I can see the yeah. value now as a, th- as a All comes down to Rivers. Yeah. Don't know with an you know, aging quarterback. Uh, Tyler Lockett came in 28th. I had him 24th. You had him 29th. We actually did get a couple of Lockett comments. Not too much, but um, people were saying we're low on him again. Yeah, I mentioned this when we were talking about DK, though. Yep. It's a tough one. I, I, I'm starting to look at... Yep. I don't look at Lockett as a number one. I, I think they're very specific you know, wide yep. receivers and they do different things. But Lockett has been... He has outproduced what I mm-hmm. really thought he was going to the past two years. Mm-hmm. Right, He was 11th and 15th last year. So in that respect... I probably am overlooking him a bit. I'll be honest. I just, I don't know. I see DK growing, mm-hmm. and what does that mean for Lockett? Maybe nothing. Maybe he returns to uh, a top 20. Carl wrote, why is everyone always so low on Lockett? He's been great every year and always ends up about 10 spots higher than his ADP. You know what, Carl? I'm not going to say you're wrong. No, but when you like, say every great, year, I'm not saying but the I'm not, last two years. And, and I'm not saying great. I don't think he's great. That's not 15 and 11 or whatever. That's not great. That's good. It's good. I would say it's very good. good. Yeah, we'll good. go very good. You get top ten now. You get great. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I get that he has that. We underrate him slightly. It, I, I I can see it. And um, yeah, it's just and DK plays into that for me. And I just feel like I guess maybe the consistency hasn't always been there either. Where I just don't love it. But yeah, it's just I don't like I don't like getting Tyler Lockett on my team. That's how I feel when I'm in a draft. I don't love that pick ever. And I think you probably feel the same. I do. Yeah. So. All right, 29, we went with Brandon Cooks. So Cooks, I had him 30th, you had him 27th. So Cooks is, let's see here, he is 38th currently in both consensus and ADP. So we're a little higher on him, but I think he's he's going to be the number one with Deshaun Watson. And if he's healthy, he can be really good. He's been really good. Last year, he got he got the concussion and was never the same. He really didn't miss much. He missed, what, two games? He played most of the season, but he was not the same. That offense suffered anyway. The offense was just yeah. whatever. Before that, though, he had always got always gotten over 100 targets, 110, 120, 130 almost. Been very consistent, productive, and they need him to be their number one. I mean, I think he needs to be their number one over Fuller. Fuller, he's a lot more of an injury concern than Cooks is even. Yeah. So I think Cooks, if he can stay healthy, he's going to have a pretty good season. And I think we get a good value on him, especially if a 38 – we have him, you know, higher, but if he's going 38, we're getting him as our fourth. Yeah, I, there is a couple of guys as we go through him, and I think A.J. Green is one of them that you get a huge discount on, and I think this guy would be the next one. Did I, you, you picked him in the relegation, didn't you? I did. I yeah. picked both of them. And, it, I mean, it shows, you know, you're not going to get as high as Marks through, you know, yeah, uh, fantasy pros, but I really do think this is a calculated risk. So Craig hit on it, but, you know, he – Yes, he had all those targets, which I think he can reproduce those numbers. I think that the position is open without Hopkins, that you can get that type of you know production, those type of numbers throwing your way with Watson, who is a very good quarterback, if the concussions are past him, if he can stay healthy. You saw it with multiple different teams, too. It just wasn't one team, and he worked really well in their scheme. 
Remember, he did this on the Saints, he did this in New England, and he also did this on the Rams. And it was three years in a row, and I'm going to read off four. The first two were with the Rams, though. Um, I'm sorry, were with the Saints. But he was um, 12th, 8th, 7th, and then 13th. Yep, he's, he's one year removed from having a bad year. And that was, once again, because of concussions. So And mm-hmm. a, a bad Rams team. Like, just a disjointed didn't work. Didn't work. offensive you know, attempt. So I think people are really, really sleeping on Brandon Cooks. I think so, too. I'm completely on board with that. All right. And then 30 was uh, Jarvis Landry. Um, item 28, you had 31. Very boring for us. But it's kind of like the Lockett s- syndrome. Like, he does do better than we rank him. Landry probably will do better than this, right? Most likely. I bet he finishes higher than he, this. He will. And I know people I just, are correct if they're like, you're sleeping on him. Yeah. I get it. But you can't rank everyone perfectly, yeah. right? Yep. And just to show to positional rank, he always does pretty well. He was uh, starting in 2015, the second year in the league, 15th, 18th, 14th, 22nd, and then 14th last year, even with yeah, OBJ. He's going to finish better than that rank. I'm yeah. sure he will. I just still want those guys ahead of him. Yeah, and, I'm the same yeah. as you. And then 31 is Fuller. Just touched on with the Cooks. It's the same thing. Fuller could be the number one there, but he's just he, he has never been able to stay healthy, ever. If he could, though. He could. This could be a steal. If he's healthy and now there's no Hopkins, this is a player that could be a huge pickup for you. This really could. I don't love picking him, though. I have no. this, but I can see the potential here. I can see how it could work out. I just don't trust it. I'm not going to lie. I have gotten burnt by him multiple times because you can get him really late, and I'm always like, okay, well, he'd be great for a few games, and that's wonderful. If you can get him very late, I would pick him up because you can. he's usable, especially in bye weeks, right? That's great. But look at the past history. I mean, starting in t- you know, 2016, when he was a rookie, yeah. he missed three games, then he missed six games, then he missed half of a year, then he missed uh, five games it's, last year. It's he, so tough. Yeah, he just cannot stay healthy. And it's too bad because he is a he very talented be, guy. And I could, it could all go right. And he's, we, we have him, you know, way too low. It's very well could happen. 32 was Marvin Jones. I had him 34. You had him 38. Just, it worked out that way. He jumped <laughs> over 32 because you'll see we have some that we end up changing on here. But, I think he's. I think he was um, slightly underrated. I think he's. Uh, he's going to have pretty decent numbers with Stafford there. I believe. I really can see some good numbers. And let's see here, consensus wise. Oh, he's moved up actually. He's moved up to thirty four in consensus ranks, and he's. Uh, looks like he's thirty ninth in ADP, so he's still lower because he was in the forties at one point. So yeah. the market has come around on Jones. I think a that's bit. about right. He had yeah. nine touchdowns last year. We're, Who knows if he's going to reproduce that? But eight hundred yep. and. You know, seven yeah. seems like quite possible with that offense. Oh, Michael Gallup's 33rd. I had him 31. You had him 41. So we're different on this, but it's just, I think you're more concerned about Lamb, right? Yeah. And that's, and I can see it, but. Oh, I like, I really liked Gallup last year, but I, I, I'm kind of worried of that whole scheme. I don't know how it's going to play out. And with, once again, yeah. not knowing a whole lot, I'm, mm-hmm. is like, CD Lamb could come out and surprise he everyone. Could, he he's could that be, talented. He could be very well. Like, what if, what if he's the guy that, the, Go-to guy, the guy that demands yep. the ball, because Amari is really not that guy. Yep. And then Gallup could easily fall to the wayside. 34 was Tyler Boyd, item 32, item 40. We talked about him on the players we haven't talked about episode a couple weeks ago, where maybe we're underrating him, but I, some people, yeah, the, the on last week, on last episode, somebody made the Boyd over um, Beckham comment, which I'm not there. <laughs> maybe we're underrating him. I can I go give you that, but... I think he's just – I think that 90 catches, 1,000 yards, five touchdowns, I honestly think that's Tyler Boyd's peak. I think that's that's his top level. And I don't think it's going to get better than that. And that, that that was without A.J. 
And I think AJ is going to take away from that a little bit. So yes, without a lot of stuff. And yep. he last year he only ranked twenty fifth. Yep. So maybe I'm yep. you know a little you know downgrading him if I have him all the way up at forty. But look, yeah. I don't know. I don't see a whole lot of upside with him with all those pieces coming back or being drafted. Emmanuel Sanders finds himself at thirty five for us. I had him thirty eight. You had him thirty seven. Moves up to thirty five. He's with the Saints now. That's where. This is interesting. How is this going to play out? Michael Thomas obviously is going to get all the catches. Does this team really support a second ca- a pass catcher? I'm not sure. Like they have before, but they don't need to. Yeah. So, but it could really work out. He was, you know, he was actually a pretty decent player last year, which was almost surprising coming off the injury he came off of and being 33 years old. I was surprised. Yes. And playing for two two teams teams that don't necessarily throw the ball all that much. It was Denver when they had Flacco and it was San Francisco who run the crap out of it. He played well. So we'll see. It's it's obviously a new team, 33-year-old wide receiver, serious injury, recent yet. Not sure how it plays out, but it could be a – it's just one that I don't like to rank too much. I don't know if I love getting – and I don't know. It's 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 yeah, a tough spot. This one has to be really late. I like some of the rookies yeah. and getting some potential sometimes. So 36 is Edelman. So item 36, item 39. No comments about him at all, which was I was kind of surprised. I was waiting for those because yeah, he ha- he has been better than this obviously in in um in the year end numbers. But no Brady. How is it going to work with Cam? We just don't know how they're going to use him. And I'm just going to stay away from him because. I never, you know what the thing is, even with Brady, even before his bigger, his other years, I never got him anyway. I always kind of stayed away as it was. So it's not going to change this year for me. Same. Christian, or not Christian, that's the next one. Uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, 37, item 33, item 42. He showed flashes. Yeah, I, I him, it's so hard because they run the ball so darn much. They do. I don't know how much more they're really going to pass it. He is their number one. No, maybe not. I think Andrews might be Mark, their true yeah, number Mark one. Mark Andrews is kind of their number one you yeah. know, receiving player. Marquise Brown, it, can he repeat the – and I think – I mean, I, I kind of go back and forth. Can he repeat the uh, amazing touchdown rate that he yeah. had? With that speed and that offense, yeah, he could. But, yeah. um, they, I mean, you have to throw it to him a lot more, and I just – the way they run that ball, I just don't see it. That's the hesitation. They're just not yeah. going to go away from And also, I, I have a very hard time. Someone that is that spotty, that is going to be game to game, I have no idea. I have a hard time putting him on my on my bench and kind of like, when do I play him? So that is also plays into mm-hmm. it. It's, like, it, it's a very dangerous player to have because you always want to play with him, but you're playing with fire. Christian Kirk comes in 38. You had him 36. I had him 43. It's funny because it's almost like, oh, we're still ranking Christian Kirk here. But you know, the thing is, he's only going into year three. And he... Increased last year to 68 catches from 43 the year before. That's in 13 games. He played 12 the year before. Yards went up. Yards per catch went down a little bit. Touchdowns were still three. So maybe he's still just improving. Maybe having a Hopkins there will help him. I don't know how it plays out. I don't know. I still think this guy has some talent. Yeah, you're, I know you're a Kirk guy yet. He's in, he's intriguing. I'm not I'm not over the moon on his possibility. It really all depends on Fitzgerald's role in the offense. Yeah, but just, he could be left alone completely on the field. Yep. And with that, you know, with that offense, you can really spread the ball around quickly. So mm-hmm. he might get some easy touchdowns. Um, Debo came in tw- 39. You had him 34, I had him 49. That's just the injury. That's it right now for yeah. me. Even then, I love if if there was someone behind him, because right now, was it Ayuk? Yeah. Like, that's all. So as soon as he comes back, he's back and he's mm-hmm. number one. So because of that, I, I, I like think. picking him up. Yeah, I pick him up. And that's why I have him a little higher than you, because I feel like if you pick him up there, 
you have a future, even if it's a wide receiver three, a very upside wide wide receiver three, and you know, mm-hmm. and a team that desperately needs him. So I think it's kind of a sneaky play, but that's why I ranked him there. I mean, we we have some differences here. So we were 15 spots different on Debo. We're 13 spots different on this next guy, Jerry Judy, who comes in 40. I had him 48. You had him 35. You just like the rook. I mean, it's just well, you don't. You're unsure of lock. Yeah. So you you downgraded. I downgraded Sutton, Sutton too. So that is why I just. And I could be wrong on him because rookies don't don't hit all that often. And right. Locke and Locke is a second year guy, so I get there's a lot of danger here. But I get it. This is the, why not why not get your why not get these kind of guys in your team at this spot? And see, yeah, and hope they break out. And God, he is. I really believe he is such a talented guy well, that I think he has all the skills to be good in mm-hmm. the NFL right away. Forty one is Justin Jefferson. People might see this and be like a little high. I had him fifty one. You had him thirty second. <laughs> We had 19 spot difference here. So Jefferson, let's see here. Let me pull up Jefferson. So Jefferson is currently. So guess what, Jeff? I was high on Jefferson compared to consensus and ADP. I was high. You were? I was high. So he is 55th in consensus, 54th in ADP. Jeff, you are going to get Justin Jefferson on every one of your teams. Yeah, I will. And I don't. Okay, this is the crazy part. What? When do I? Where do I have him currently? You have him 32. 32. Okay. That might be a little bit aggressive, but at the same time, I will defend that because right now he does go into the best spot of any rookie. And truly, unless CeeDee Lamb really breaks out or unless Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson will be the best rookie in this class for his rookie year because he goes to a Minnesota team that, yes, they do run the ball a lot, but you have Thielen on one side, so you're going to be distinctly number two. We've already seen him play with Burrow, an NFL you know, quarterback, You've seen what he can do in big games. He catches mm-hmm. a lot of touchdowns. He can do it all. And on top of that, he's taking over a position for Stefan Diggs, who even though, you know, a few years he did get a lot of targets, but even with 100, was able to do a lot with it. And Stefan Diggs was 18, 12, and 18 on Minnesota. So I'm thinking that even if he doesn't match that, he could very easily be a wide receiver three, and mm-hmm. people are sleeping on him a bit. Yeah. All right. 42 is Deontay Johnson, item 37. You had him 47. You know, when you look at his numbers, he had really good numbers for a rookie. 59, like rookie receivers don't always put up huge numbers. He had 59 catches for 685 touchdowns. That's very solid, especially with the the quarterbacks that were throwing the ball to him. That's where I look at that and see, to me, he's going to be well ahead of James Washington. James Washington just hasn't shown it to me quite as much. Deontay, I think, started to show it there. And so we'll see what he can do with Ben. Here's the thing that is crazy to me, though. Because if I look at, I was looking at this earlier because I was trying to figure out how much I like um, um, Watkins. I was trying to think. Yeah. So uh, obviously Watkins signs for a year to KC, and then you know in an interview he's talking about how he's gonna, how he's you know putting all this into his head, and he can see the future, and he's gonna get more, and he you know really wants the ball, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, but last year, even though Pittsburgh was abysmal on the offensive side of the ball, they were on their third-string quarterback. Juju went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Connor went down. Big Ben, obviously. Um, look, James Washington had very similar numbers to Watkins. I mean, he had 735 yards on three TDs on only 44 receptions being thrown to by very inaccurate quarterbacks. Deontay Johnson looked better than yes, but I'm not quite ready yeah. to completely write any of these guys off. But it also clouds my judgment. Like, a lot of people are going, Deontay Johnson is the guy. I get it. You have that feeling. You go for him. But I just have no idea. I think it might be a cluster between – you might even throw 
you know, Chase Claypool in here True. and say, give him a go. Like we're, you know, we're just going to have. Yeah, it's just a lot of guys there. Yeah. So it, it worries me in that case. That's why I, I don't have the same confidence they, in Deontay. They still don't have a tight end, though, because the one they got is going to drop the ball every time. Freaking Ebron. <laughs> I'm pulling out all the hits in this episode, Jeff. Yeah. Talked about guys, PPR, and um, Ebron. So we're good. Hit them all. John Brown's 43, item 39, item 45. He's not the number one anymore, but still think there's enough to go around for him. Brashad Perriman came in at 44. You love Brashad Perriman. I had him 53. You had him 33. Let's pull up the consensus ranks for Perriman. And currently he is going, he is 56th consensus. He is going 62nd in ADP. Oh my God. Okay, here's my thing with this. More than likely, he's going to be the number one. And as much as you might hate the Jets like I do as far as their offense, I don't think – I think Darnold will get a little bit better. And because of that, I mean, Robbie Anderson was very playable, right, in, at times. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you think they suck, there's no reason their number one shouldn't be in the top 40. It seems like the consensus experts think uh, Crowder is their number one. Okay. He's ranked 39th. Is he really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I could see that. Someone's going to be number one. Even if you wanted to say Mims was going to be. I think, I think it could be Perriman, though. But, yeah, I, I, Perriman is definitely going to be the down-the-field guy. I don't know. This is yeah. a crapshoot, but if I had to guess, my Take guess is on Perriman. Yeah. I think he has more yep. upside than Crowder, yep. where I feel like has no – eh. You know, it's just an yeah, eh yeah. play. So. And then uh, we rounded out with Mike Williams at 45. I'm 42nd, you 46. He has the talent, but we don't like the, the situation right now. No. So he might catch some touchdowns, some big plays, but that's about it. Yeah. But all right, that's wide receivers. So that's all I got for this one. We'll be back next week. We're going to do – we'll do one tight end episode. I'm not going to make you guys go through 20 through 40 at tight end. I won't do that to you. I don't have that much to say about, I don't know, who would even be 20 beyond 20 at this point. All the good ones are in the top 20. Maybe a Kyle Rudolph. I'm not really going to talk about him very much. So, But – Look for that post though um, on Instagram. I will. We'll probably put that out on Monday or Tuesday of next week. We'll put our ranks out for tight end. So get your comments in there if you want us to talk about them on the show. Read your comments. You can be as harsh as you want. I'm, I'm good with that. Jeff took it. He was fine with the Jeff's ranks are poop emoji. So that's pretty good though. He 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 took it. He he changed his ranks because he realized he was wrong on a couple of things. So. I did not do it because of that. Right. But I do have to say, I, I will put this caveat. I think this year, I think it's going to be very interesting. With the lack of news that is coming out, I think this will be the f- probably the worst year for as far as trying to follow ranks of different people. It's going to be a little mm-hmm. all over the board. We are all over the board here. Yeah. So it's very interesting. There's not a, there's definitely not a one through line with a lot of this stuff. Unless you're, you know, top 10. Especially once you get in. to these like later wide receivers. No one knows about rookies about, this year. No one knows about new guys on teams. There's about 50 wide receiver three or fours, I feel like. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. So, all right. But that'll do it. Talk to you guys next week.